The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am your host, Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is all about Serbia. As today, Serbia pull off one of the biggest wins in their history, beating Portugal 2-1 in Portugal to top the group, thus officially qualifying for the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. And I tell you what, folks, not only is this a huge win for the history of the Serbian national team, but this has got to be one of the biggest upsets in World Cup qualifying history. Because Serbia needed to win this game if they actually had a chance to top this group. Going into this game, Portugal and Serbia were tied in their in their group. And a draw you know with goal goal differential, with Portugal having the advantage on goal differential, if this game ended up in a draw, Portugal would still top the group. Obviously, if Portugal wins, and that's that, Serbia would 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 qualify for the playoffs. But man, I'm telling you, Serbia wanted the win. They got the win. They deserved the win. Okay, they earned it. You can't say Serbia got lucky. You just can't. You know, in this particular game. Portugal drew for his blood. They scored within two minutes when Renato Sanchez put the ball into the back of the net after a huge, a huge and crucial blunder committed by the Serbian defense. You know, and the fact is, you know, I'm looking at the ball possession. Serbia dominated ball possession, had more passes, a better pass accuracy. You know, at first, when I was following this game, looking at the app, at first Portugal was dominating ball possession and everything. But somehow, Portugal get the, got their foot off the gas pedal, and that cost them big time. You know, in this game, let me, ladies and gentlemen, I should mention to you folks that, that excuse me, that Serbia had two goals, two goals erased for whatever reason. I'm not sure exactly for what reason it was. It probably two to, I mean, I'd imagine they're offside, an offside. But the bottom line is. Two goals. Two goals that were disallowed. 
and Serbia kept their damn head up. Okay, the question is, did why would I mean I, I saw the highlights of this game. I didn't actually watch it detail by detail, but it really seems to me that Portugal got their foot off the gas pedal, and that cost them. You know, in Portugal nine shots, three of which were on, were on target. Obviously, one of them went in for a goal. Serbia's defense, I I, I got to tell you, super resilient, <laughs> super resilient. And I, and I you know and, and for me in my case I want to get as many de de details as, as I can from this game, but uh, you know I was just dumbfounded, you know, completely baffled that you know Serbia could pull it off, you know, just in such a brilliant way. And now and and you know the fact is now I got now I got the details right here, and I got these even more specific details. Look at that, I man. Serbia had 10 corners. Portugal only had 3. Man. You know, the passing accuracy of... It's just so... Like, I'm just like... 7 successful crosses for Serbia. You know, and 4... And like I mentioned, Serbia had 441 total passes. 360 of those were successful. Now... Portugal's defense had did have 21 interceptions while Serbia only had 11 and Portugal did have more clearances they had 25 while Serbia had 15 but you know Serbia had two saves which really really had, had played a huge part so Serbia was really like in control of the game they were continually threatening and threatening and threatening although Rui Patricio the Portuguese goalkeeper only had one save but the 25 clearances by the Portuguese defense. So the Portuguese defense was resilient, but, you know, if, and I and I should have mentioned this at the beginning or earlier, maybe I should say, but the game-winning goal came place in the 90th minute, scored by a player by the name of Alexander Mitrovic. Alexander Mitrovic. Very cool name. I hope, I swear to God, and all these Serbian names are just so freaking cool. So freaking cool. It was actually a substitute. He actually was was a substitute in this game. And I'm looking at this guy, my Alexander Mitrovic. Plays, uh... Where does he play? Let's see. Looking up right now. Well, he currently plays... Oh, okay, he plays for, he plays for Fulham. He actually plays for Fulham. Played, played at Newcastle from 2015 to 2018. Then was loaned to Fulham. And then I guess he signed a, a full-time deal. Before that, he played for a Belgian club. Uh, you know, starting his career, you know, playing for uh, two uh, Serbian clubs, and then, you know, so you know, it's it's good to see you know a Serbian player playing in England. You know, that, that's huge, and he's playing for Fulham, and so far, and since uh, since he was with Fulham, you know, on a full time basis, he has 120 appearances and scored 60 goals, 60 goals. Huh. Oh, oh, you know what, and. This is, and I just learned probably the best thing about this guy, Alexander Mitrovic is Serbia's all-time leading scorer. He's the all-time leading scorer. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know, all of a sudden the opportunities to learn are just right there, and I and I'm glad I'm taking full advantage of it. But Alexander Mitrovic, do that was on a header too. It was it was there was a free kick, and then he scored off of a header. I mean, you know, Alexander Mitrovic. Sent his country 
to the World Cup. I mean, he allowed his country to win the group. You know, Portugal. Now keep in mind, Portugal has not failed to qualify yet, not yet, and I I doubt that they will fail to qualify. But Portugal has to go to the playoffs now. They have to fight you know, for that spot. And uh, I believe the playoff. You know, it's actually going to be different this, for this tournament how it was before, uh, especially for the European uh, phase. There'll be like a, a pot and some draw, and then those those be like a little mini thingy. I'm not sure exactly how it's going to go, but. But we'll see. It's something new, and I haven't really dug deep into it and learning about it yet, but I do plan on doing it. But we'll have to wait and see. But look at this game. It's just... Oh, I'm, I'm unbelievably, unbelievably incredible. For this Portuguese team to be just focused, motivated. You know, I just... I, 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 I can't help it, obviously. I can't help but praise... But praise the Serbian team, and I'm looking at the Portuguese lineup. You know, not not no one's there's no one surprised. Of course, Ronaldo got the start. And Ronaldo played the entire game. You know, I did notice that Bruno Fernandez start off on the bench, but he did come in the game in the 64th minute. You know, same thing with Jao Felix actually came in in the 83rd minute. Andre Silva came in in, in uh, injury time, so. I'm not sure exactly what happened to Portugal. I mean, obviously, it, is, it doesn't matter exactly how anything happened, but the bottom line is Portugal did not win. They didn't win. Now, some might say that the Portugal was arrogant. I can't say that because, you know, for one thing, I didn't watch the game, okay? And, you know, even if I didn't watch the game, it's not like Portugal lost 5-1. to one. I mean, if that had happened, I would have said, well, obviously, they were arrogant, but... But, you know, it could go either way. People like that. But the bottom line is, whether Portugal was arrogant or not, they lost. And, you know, and this loss is just super costly. I mean, the stress level for the for the national team and the, and the fans, you know. I mean, like I said, Ser this win allowed Serbia to top the group. You know, because they're, they're both, both teams had 17 points apiece, you know. Oh, you know, well, you, well, you know what's... What's interesting was that Portugal in their previous game, okay, in their previous game against the the Republic of Ireland, Portugal didn't even score a goal. That's what that a fail, the failing to beat Ireland on the road. It, it was in Ireland. I, I'd imagine it, the game took place in Dublin. Uh, let's see if I can uh, double check. Uh, let's see if it tell you. Well, well, it won't tell. Well, it won't tell you. But I'm. I really would have. I'd imagine the game took place in uh, the Irish capital of Dublin but and and the game was just a few days before but Portugal was held to a scoreless draw okay a scoreless draw so that and I and I had a feeling in my stomach that, that, that this was not good I mean I, I didn't think anything of it I was like well it's Portugal they'll, they'll win their final game so maybe it maybe it doesn't matter I don't know but I'm looking at in Portugal and Serbia's previous World Cup qualifying game was actually against Azerbaijan. I'm not sure exactly when the game took place. That's actually that's what I'm curious to know. The whole the whole concept of the qualifiers, you know, because of the whole Nations League, it's it's really confusing. It was actually October twelfth. It was actually a month ago, and um, three day three days prior to this game, Serbia actually played a, an international exhibition game against Qatar, with beating them four to zero. And, and you know what's interesting? 
and I should have I should have mentioned this earlier. Serbia topped the group without losing a game. Six wins and two draws. Six wins and two draws, ladies and gentlemen. Scoring 18 goals, allowing only nine. Scoring more goals in Portugal. That, ladies and gentlemen, is amazing. Amazing. Portugal, you know, I don't know what happened, but... The, the, for them, it, it's super embar- it, it's super embarrassing because you know I I, I I don't even know we're not I keep losing my train of thought because I'm just so freaking blindsided by this because you know I told my I told myself this I told myself that Ronaldo's gonna have another fantastic game that Ronaldo's gonna score a hat trick apparently I did not do my homework on the Serbian national team. Apparently, I did not, and I regret it. You know, and ever since uh, 2000, uh, after the 2006 tournament, you know, 2010 was actually the first time Serbia came in, you know, as their own country. You know, before that, it was Serbia and Montenegro, and then before that, it was all FR uh, Yugoslavia. So, for the for the first time since just being independent Serbia, the Serbian national team has qualified for back to back tournaments. So. Congratulations to them. Ever since they, they, Serbia became its own nation, it was no, it was just Serbia. Rather, it was no longer with Montenegro. Serbia was in the 2010 World Cup and then did not qualify for the 2014 World Cup. It qualified in 2018 in Russia, but now they're in Qatar. So you know, back to back qualifications is huge. You know, also the their their longtime rivals Croatia. They also qualified. They also qualified as well. So. And looking at the uh, qualified teams already, you know, I, I did the episode on France, you know, Croatia has qualified t- today on the 14th, Spain qualified, and, all, and, and Serbia as well. You know, Spain, uh, Spain uh, beat, uh, I believe they beat, they beat um, Sweden, I believe. I think it was, it was definitely Sweden. They beat Sweden to qualify to top their group, so that's what it came down to. But man... The fact that I just did not do my homework on the Serbian national team, it's just, it's embarrassing. But you know what? I'm admitting it because, you know, I'm just, I'm just being honest. You know, y- y'all know me, folks. I'm all about telling you the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God, you know, and I, I and it's clearly obvious I didn't do my homework on the Serbian national team, but, but the fact that I'm just so dumbfounded and blindsided by their success, you know, they beat you know topping the group and beating Portugal in, in the last game to win the group, man. I mean that is huge. So as far as Portugal goes, it's uh, I mean they got nobody to blame but themselves. So you know, and and this reminds me, you know, and I'm looking at Group C, Italy and Switzerland both at 15, 15 points apiece, and Italy actually had the chance to put Switzerland away. To, I, I think I'm pretty sure that would have that would have allowed them to top the group. But Italy couldn't do it. One-one draw against Switzerland, and Italy actually has one more match to play. They'll play Northern Ireland on the road tomorrow, which uh, they should win. But you know, I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest. I'll be shocked if Italy actually does not win. And Switzerland actually has to. Uh, Switzerland plays Bulgaria at home. So, anyway. And I want to take a look at the goal differential. Well, the goal differential is only by two. 
man. You know, so anything can happen. But, you know, Switzerland and Italy both sitting with four wins and three draws apiece. So I think if both teams win, I, I, I think, um, well, because Italy has a goal differential difference of, of plus two, all Italy has to do is score at least two more goals in Switzerland, and Italy tops their groups, and I think that's going to happen. So, anyway, you know, looking at everything else, you know, Denmark already secured their spot. Scotland's actually Scotland is actually advancing to World Cup playoffs, so that's good. It's good for them. You know, the Nether the Netherlands uh, pissed away a two nothing lead with ten minutes left. You know, that would have allowed them to uh, certainly um, top the group. And the fact is, they lost to Montenegro, who's already el- who's who's now eliminated. That draw eliminated them, so. And, you know, and Turkey, Turkey right now is tied with Norway with 18 points. And I want to take a look. Who does Turkey play next? Well, Turkey's got Montenegro on the road. Okay. So now I'm curious to know. Who does Norway play? And, 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 and this is for the second. This is more than likely for the second place. For the spot for second place. Oh, well, Norway, oh boy, Norway has to play the Netherlands on the road. Oh, boy. Man. <laughs> so, you know, that tells me if somehow the Netherlands loses to Norway and and Turk and uh, so, so if Turkey wins and, uh, and, Nor- and Norway wins, Netherlands fails to qualify for the World Cup because Turkey and Norway are both at 18 points. And from the goal dif- the the goal di- the goal differential, Turkey Turkey has the the major league lead. So if Turkey wins their game against Montenegro, which I believe they will, and if Norway beats the Netherlands, Turkey wins the group, and Turkey would qualify for the World Cup for the first time since two thousand two. So that would be huge. But anyway, not talking about that because this episode was all about Serbia. So anyway, final thing I want to say is many congratulations to Serbia. They deserve it. I know how difficult it's going to be for them to put, to be in the World Cup because you know, you know, last year in Russia they they, they unfortunately did not make it past the group stage. They they finished twenty ranked twenty third out of the thirty two teams, which is respectable. But Serbia should be proud of themselves big time. I mean, they beat Portugal two to one to qualify for the World Cup, and Portugal is now forced to go through the playoffs for the for a spot. But and we won't even know who Portugal plays. We won't know for we won't know till probably later this month, I'd imagine. I'd, I'd say either this month or next month we'll find out how this playoff thing is going to work out. So, and when that works out, uh, I'll actually be here on the show to uh, let y'all know. But but now that we now we have nine teams who have qualified for the World Cup, and here they are, aside from Qatar, who are the uh, they're the hosts. So Germany's in, Denmark's in, Belgium's in, France is in, Croatia, Spain, and Serbia, and Brazil as well. Brazil. Is, uh, not surprisingly, usually they are. Brazil's the first team out of, in the South America to qualify. So, anyway. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Join me on Tuesday, November 16th in the evening as after the USA plays their World Cup qualifying game against Jamaica, I will have another part of the USA's World Cup qualifying campaign. Thank you all very, very much, ladies and gentlemen, and I will see you all next time. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.